of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. I welcome you to episode 51 of the Living the Catholic Faith podcast. My name is Deacon Steve, and I remain a permanent deacon in the Diocese of Phoenix. This weekend, we hear the readings for the 30th Sunday in Ordinary Time. Our readings this week focus on Jesus' parable of the Pharisee and the tax collector. Tax collectors were considered collaborators with evil, with the tyranny of Rome. They were despised by the Jewish people. And yet, as we hear in the parable, Jesus challenges us to think about who is the Holy One of the two. At first thought, we would assume the Pharisee, who follows the law, who gives to the poor, etc. But holiness and following Jesus is much more than that. Our question this week is, I have a family member who's really rich. He turned an idea into a multi-million dollar business. I'm envious of him sometimes and wonder if God loves him more than me as I think about his successes and my failures. I don't want to be like this. What can I do? Please help me. First of all, comparing oneself to another is very human. However, comparisons are deadly from a spiritual and a psychological perspective. Why? Because we never know what it's like to be another person. Look at celebrities and sports and entertainment. Does their money and popularity make them happy? Often, absolutely not. As everything we do on earth fades, the question is, are we using our time on earth to grow in our relationship with God and growing in holiness? Are we growing in our ability to love ourselves and others as God loves us, unconditionally and sacrificially? God loves us all. Please just remember that God's graces are more important than cars, homes, and money. His graces, after all, are eternal. Our meditation this week is from an unknown author. The ministry of Jesus was one of life-giving transformation. His life, death, and resurrection ushered in a completely new way of relating to God the way of grace. One of the best examples of Jesus' shifting paradigms comes in this parable of the Pharisee and the tax collector. In the time of Jesus, God's people were completely starved for a relationship with him. Judaism had become a religion of regulations rather than relationship. God's people believed that their lives were totally based on their works placing the religious Pharisees at the top of the food chain, stretching up to God. 
The Pharisees believed they were justified before God because of their works, as if they could earn their way into right standing with God. So imagine the shock of Jesus' listeners when he says that the tax collector, the most hated of all the Jews, went home justified before the Lord as the result of his humility. Imagine the shock and anger of the Pharisees in learning that all they had worked for, all the rules and regulations they had lived by, actually placed them lower in stature than any other Jew in the sight of God. The parable of the Pharisee and the tax collector offers amazing news for each of us. The principle Jesus teaches us here is that the greatest posture of our heart is one of humility, not perfection. The way to God is not one of works, but of grace. Jesus teaches that whatever weakness that we have, whatever sin we struggle with, all God asks of us is that we come before him and ask for his mercy. All he requires of us is a repentant heart. You see, the Lord is always after our hearts. All the works of the Pharisees were birthed out of their own pride. In their egotism, they thought that they could earn a relationship with the one truly and holy God. All of their religious deeds were done not out of love for God, but out of their love for their own reputation. However, the tax collector had nothing to boast about. He lived his life robbing his own people to fill the pockets of the Romans who enslaved them. He was made wealthy by stealing from his own people. But in his desperation, he cried out to God for help. And God heard his cry. Know that God hears our cries today. And when it comes out of the reality of our need for him, he answers our need for forgiveness in relationship with the overwhelming power of his presence. So let us ask ourselves today, what do we value most? Do we value our own reputation or God's opinion? Are we living in light of God's grace or trying to earn it? Are we going through the motions of religion in order to earn our way into relationship with God? Or are we living in response to the wealth of love which we have freely received in Christ? Wherever we are, know that it is never too late to come before our Heavenly Father in humility. It is never too late to repent of any area in our lives in which pride has been our motivation and decide to live our lives on the foundation of grace. It is never too late to posture our hearts to receive the depth of love and mercy that our Heavenly Father longs to give us. Christ came to usher in the path of grace, not of works. He came so that we might live in his strength, not our own. The price of his mercy is a humble heart, because humility is the key that unlocks the depths of our soul to receive the free gift of his grace. God won't fill us what we believe is a heart that is already full. He won't help where we won't truly believe that we need him. But if we cry out to him, and if we ask him for his mercy, for our sins, and for his love to satisfy our needs, he will fill our lives with the gift of his unending presence.
So posture our hearts like that of the tax collector as we pray. Follow his model of humility and find satisfaction for the places of our heart that are in need of God's love. Amen. Our topic this week is humility. This is a topic we've discussed before on this podcast, and guess what? We'll probably end up discussing it again. Now, why? Because it is essential, humility is, to a life of faith and truly a prerequisite to being a follower of Jesus. Jesus ultimately, by his willingness to die, the most humiliating death, the death of a criminal, demonstrates for us the important for, importance for us to be humble. So what is humility? It is to know who we are and to live in integrity and authenticity with who we are. And who are we? We are sons and daughters of God. We are his ultimate creation, although we are sinners. We must live our lives for him and know we need him and ask for his mercy. Then he will work to transform us in our lives. We'll never, ever be the same. Thank God for that. Our gospel this week comes from Luke chapter 18, verses 9 through 14. Jesus addressed this parable to those who were convinced of their own righteousness and despised everyone else. Two people went up to the temple area to pray. One was a Pharisee and the other was a tax collector. The Pharisee took up his position and spoke this prayer to himself. Oh God, I thank you that I am not like the rest of humanity, greedy, dishonest, adulterous, or even like this tax collector. I fast twice a week, and I pay tithes on my whole income. But the tax collector stood off at a distance and would not even raise his eyes to heaven, but beat his breast and prayed, Oh God, be merciful to me, a sinner. I tell you, the latter went home justified, not the former. For whoever exalts himself will be humbled, and the one who humbles himself will be exalted. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Today we hear in the parable from St. Luke, the parable of the Pharisee and the tax collector. The Pharisee comes before God extolling how wonderful he is and all the good things he does. And maybe this is even true, as the Pharisee may be striving to follow the Lord. But what he has forgotten that the tax collector has remembered is that we do not earn heaven simply by our deeds. It is a gift from God. For us to be open to that gift, 
we must have faith and trust in the Lord, to be totally dependent on his mercy. This is what the tax collector did. It's why he was justified, and it's what we're called to do, to know who we are, children of God, albeit sinners, and go before the Lord asking in humility for his mercy. After all, it is only the humbled that will be exalted. Well, we've come to the end of episode 51 of the Living the Catholic Faith podcast. Have any questions, topics about, or anything in your faith you'd like to ask about or have discussed on the podcast, please email me at deaconstevew at gmail.com. I'd also appreciate that if you are a listener and find value in this podcast, that you share that podcast with someone else. I would also ask your help. One of the things that does not happen when you do a podcast, particularly when the numbers are as low as the listenership to this one, is you don't get feedback. You don't know what you're doing that isn't so well done and what you could do differently to make it even better. So I am challenging you not only to spread the word, but to let me know what I can do differently, better do more of, less, do less of, to make this podcast even a better experience for you. If it's not that, I have failed. Because the purpose of this podcast is not for me to be heard, but for us to be able to live our faith more authentically in the world. For us to use this in these messages to reflect on our lives and live according to the will of our Lord and Savior. So let us pray. Lord, help us to live our faith according to your will. Help us to be holy and to serve you above all else. And let us pray the prayer of St. Ignatius of Loyola. Take, Lord, and receive all my liberty, my memory, my understanding, and my entire will. All I have and call my own. You have given all to me. To you, Lord, I return it. Everything is yours. Do with it what you will. Give me only your love and your grace. That is enough for me. Amen. And now, my brothers and sisters, please bow your heads to receive God's blessing. May the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord shine his face upon you and be gracious unto you. May the Lord lift up his countenance upon you and grant you peace. And may Almighty God bless you, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. My brothers and sisters, please go in peace to continue the journey of serving the Lord, of serving him in humility, as we continue to strive for holiness in our efforts in living the Catholic faith.